Hello and welcome to a special Patreon edition of Base News Network. Um, you may be listening to this as a preview, and if so, and you're excited to hear this and you keep listening, go check out our Patreon. My name is Sophie, aka Jonah Varka, and I'm here with Kayo, aka Punk Revolution Now. Say hello. Hi, Sophie. Hi. I just want to say, like, thanks everyone for listening to the Taylor Swift episode. I've gotten, like, a lot of good feedback on that. So that was, like, a really fun episode to record. Anyway, yeah. So thank you for listening to that and, you know, not crucifying me. <laughs> not for Not crucifying us for having a nuanced discussion about Taylor. Anyways, I wanted to talk about another thing I'm kind of sick of which is, like, the biopic industrial complex. What I mean by this is there are so many freaking biopics coming out every year, and it's, like, the worst genre of film, in my opinion. That's... Sophie, have you ever seen the Family Guy movie? (laughs) No, I've I've never seen the Family Guy movie. Wait, hold up. Wait, oh my, so wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What? There's an upcoming Family Guy movie releasing in 2024. Really? Yes. Oh, we will be there. We will be front row. Okay, so I was thinking of the Stewie Griffin movie which came out in 2005 and then I googled oh. it. <laughs> and then and then I just saw well, we I'm sorry, this is completely irrelevant to the episode at hand besides the fact that they're movies but we'll talk more about it but we got to watch the stewie griffin movie that came out in 2005 and I then guess we're gonna kind of a biopic in a way it is a biopic yeah so the reason i brought that up is because uh have you seen that meme where it's peter griffin he's like do you know what really grinds my gears mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have you really seen it or are you just saying yes yeah i have Okay, well that's that's from the that's from the that's from the movie, and I was just sorry. This is oh. going, this is is a huge tangent, but that this the 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 biopic industry grinds your gears. <laughs> that was such a convoluted joke. Yes, it does. It does grind my. <laughs> I love that. It does grind my gears. Um, does it grind your gears? Well, I ne- it never it didn't really grind my gears until you pointed it out to me, and then I realized that does grind my gears. Yeah, so just some of the recent biopics that have come out. Um, Oppenheimer is an obvious one. I know that you enjoyed Oppenheimer. I liked Oppenheimer too. Another film that was nominated for Best Picture this year was Maestro, and or Maestro, and it's about um, Leonard Bernstein, who I adore. He's played by Bradley Cooper, and I haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. Maybe we should watch it, but it's supposed to be Oscar bait. Like, people people keep saying it's Oscar bait, meaning, like, he does his, like, he's trying to, he, like, tried to method act, Bradley Cooper tried to method act as Leonard Bernstein and, like, tried so hard to, like, capture, like, every emotion and like nuance like like basically he was just trying so hard to get an oscar basically is what people are saying and criticizing the movie for so apparently it's mid there have been so many like biopics i've seen like coming out soon 
like the new Bob Marley uh, biopic coming out. Remember we saw that? We were seeing Anatomy of a Fall and then there's like an ad for that and it looked really bad. I could be wrong, but... Um, oh, the Bob Marley. Out. Yeah. It's like another another one coming out too is like one of Amy Wine about Amy Winehouse, who I, I like really liked Amy Winehouse in high school. Um, I'm not like... I'm not opposed to there being a biopic for moral reasons. Maybe there should, I don't know, but like, that's not my issue with it. It just doesn't look good. And I think the main like reason I wanted to do this episode was that there was an announcement about four biopics about the Beatles, each from uh, the point of view of, each individual each individual beetle and this is coming from oscar award-winning filmmaker sam mendez he is behind the film american beauty which i actually like so maybe it's gonna be good but yeah it's supposed to be coming from all their point of views and i'm like the first thing that comes to my mind is like okay first of all this is like the biggest cash grab i can imagine Second of all, this is like this is like the adult male version of just writing fan fiction. Like, what if Ringo POV? Like, what's Ringo's? Like, you know, like it's just so. It feels like fan fiction to me, even though it it may be a biopic. But like imagining the point of views of each like, uh, you know, I almost said character. <laughs> each beetle feels really fan fictiony to me in a bad way. Don't you worry about a thing, cause every little thing's gonna be alright. Yeah, that's my favorite Beatles song. <laughs> Don't you worry. Well, th- well, I was just thinking about the Bob Marley biopic trailer. You just oh, know they're playing. Yeah. You just know they're playing that song in the trailer. Oh, they did. They literally did. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Remember? Anyways, I do remember. I think it was like a corny little scene while they were in the car. I don't know. Yeah, what do you wh- like? What do you think about this Beatles biopic, and why do you think there are so many biopics about musicians and bands? So let's start with the uh, let's start with the Beatles one. So, I f- I I am not the biggest Beatles fan Beatles fans fan, um, and the Beatles already has like a million movies either about them or movies that they're in. But I have to say, I'm kind of excited for these biopics because I, well, so this is kind of why. So I think that Paul McCartney, John Lennon, and George Harrison all have interesting enough lives to make a movie about. And then Ringo Starr, I think, doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have you seen all those memes about like the Ringo movie is just gonna be like some like I was gonna say some Dorian Electra type shit <laughs> like Ringo's just gonna be doing stuff you know he's just gonna yeah exactly he's just gonna go to like Which is slight, he's gonna go do, do laundry you know get pick up no, lunch well he's gonna do he's gonna like <laughs> like I feel like Ringo is just going on side quests you know he is he is the side he's, qu- well he's the yeah. unemployed friend on a Thursday night like you know what I mean he's just 
he's just like like time traveling to medieval Poland. You know, like he's he's just doing random stuff. That's that's my that's the vibe I'm getting. Well, you know, I think the thing with Ringo is so I actually I think Ringo I got I think Ringo's talented. Like I I think Yeah. It's I think there's there's obviously some talent there if you're going to play a, like if you know like 200 Beatles songs off the top of your back. Like the drums are a very important like backbone to every band. So obviously yeah. like even though people make jokes about Ringo being like a bad drummer and all this stuff like I think he's objectively talented, but it's just it's just it's just the case that like Paul McCartney is a figure larger than life with just such a just a monumental discography and individual life story yeah, same with john like lennon the other three like contributed yeah. way more to the like actual lyrics and uh music the songwriting yeah so i will say maybe i guess like i'm happy they're doing it this way because it gives ringo a story <laughs> imagine if they just didn't make one about ringo <laughs> but i do agree it's like very fan fiction like well, each will tell it from their own perspective, and I don't know. I I, I think you know. I wasn't there excited too? Just because, like you said, like I, I kind of just want to see how they do it. But yeah, wasn't there just a Beatles documentary that came out? Oh yeah, there was yeah. a there was like a that was like it was like it, it was, was like a three so part long. series. Yeah, it was like a ten hour documentary about the Beatles, and then literally I also, some of it. and then. I've heard it's I've well I've heard it's all good and I'm sure it is but and then last year the Beatles released their final song which was like an old song that they never finished and then they used artificial intelligence to help them finish it and they released it and then they along with releasing that song they also had to release another documentary about the song they couldn't just release the song they had to release a <laughs> documentary about making the song so it's like that one meme it's like like damn girl just give it up or like give like like grow up like move you, oh it's like girl you need to move on with your life <laughs> yeah yeah so i don't know i guess you know i know the beatles is a whole different conversation from the biopic uh oversaturation conversation but it's definitely i don't know it yes i think i think you i think okay like i think what you said about it being sort of like fan fiction is kind of spot on like i i don't think there can ever be too much fan fiction just like they're right. you know what i mean because because i feel it's like a like, like fan fiction is a hobby you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you're really into reading fan fiction and writing fan fiction, like, you're not going to be like, well, I feel like for this particular ship, we're done. It's like, no, you're going to keep reading more that gets written and you're going to you're gonna write more because you, you love it. And I think the Beatles is the same story. It's like, if you're a hardcore Beatles stan, there literally can never be too much. Yeah, and as someone who's read a lot of um, Beatles fan fiction, too... <laughs> We might cut that out. I don't know. <laughs> um, Let's leave it in. We'll we'll leave it in. Yeah, we'll leave it in. But like someone who's done that allegedly, As someone who's browsed it cur- out of curiosity. Out of curiosity, that? I may have read some. Um, I know there are writers that are more than capable of 
exploring the points of view, <laughs> the points of view of the Beatles. So I hope that um, he brings those people in as uh, uh, consultants. But I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, I was thinking about what I said though about it being fan fiction. Like, there's something about like people just will not let the mythology of the Beatles go, you know? And the Beatles are undeniably a really important and great band. Like, I was very into the Beatles as a teenager, as, like, everyone was. Um, yeah, so I was thinking about the fan fiction thing, and I do think it's a little bit cringe to, like, make POV movies from each Beatles perspective. But I think it almost feels like all biopics have to engage in some fan fiction. Because if you're reflecting, you're not just reflecting the events of a person's life. You're also kind of trying to convey emotions and themes through the film. Um, you're injecting maybe even your own perspective into it and in that way it feels like fan fiction you know what I mean for better or for worse like I think there's good things and bad things about it but I think that's probably a really important part of making a biopic every little thing's gonna be okay (laughs) I agree well well yeah I think there's a there's like an inherent issue to to this because if you want to be objective you can't just have the biopic be like a a worship of the individual but if you're someone who likes an individual enough to make a biopic of them that might be kind of hard yeah one of the things i think i think the issue with a biopic and why they're so mid in my opinion like they're as far as biopics go i don't really like many biopics but the reason I think they're so mid is that because you already have a real person that most people know about, right? This is a, there's already this person that the general public is familiar with, and they very well could know their life story already because they're famous. So you're kind of constrained to this very rigid set of events and facts about this person because they were a real person and people are familiar with their story. Um, you're kind of, yeah, you're kind of boxed in and I feel like there's less room for, um, creativity there, which is why I think the good thing about injecting fan fiction into this is that it gives a little more like themes and, and excitement and meaning to them. But a lot of what a lot of biopics do when they're bad I'm I'm reflecting as I'm saying this, honestly. Like, I'm coming to my own conclusions as I'm saying this. Anyway, uh, I think the biopics that are bad are ones that just completely uh, tell the story of someone's life very... in a linear way that's just boring. I don't know. I just find it boring. They can't do a lot with the story. Right, yeah, well, that reminds me of when we were watching Fargo, the TV series. Oh yeah, and every every episode begins with like um, and it's like a reference to the Fargo movie. It begins with this like line that's like all events depicted in this movie are are a true story, 
everything's the same besides the name of the characters to protect their privacy something like that and we were watching it and like i we're watching the first season and i think it's really great but whenever there was stuff happening in the plot that i thought was like less than amazingly captivating i was like well they probably just have to do this because this is actually what happened in the story (laughs) uh and then it turns out that it's actually not a real story and fargo was trolling me yeah they just do that for effect but yeah no it's it's not true sadly i wish minnesota were that interesting i want to watch the movie the aviator have you seen that one um yeah i actually saw like the first half of it half of it when i was um probably 16 or 15 and i am a leo fan i'm a Kate blanchett fan so it was kind of like the perfect movie for me bisexual movie um so i was interested don't say that don't be like that <laughs> why what can i why not oh because you're my boy oh sorry I was I was at the time at the time. Um, That's true. You really did like Titanic a lot. So I love Titanic. Leonardo DiCaprio was like the only male actor I liked, and like honestly, was probably a sign pointing to my bisexuality. But I always thought he was like, especially when he was younger, like he was really androgynous. Anyway, um, yeah, I have seen some of the avi- Aviator, but it's been a while, and I do want to finish it. Well, let's add it to the list. Maybe that'll we be should. a good one. Kyle and I have a movie list. Yeah. That we watch. On and I feel like it's private. Because you know, it's like a, a big part of it is like him having OCD. Oh, really? The movie? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that at the time. Maybe I didn't yeah. watch far enough into it. Yeah, and not now, yeah, it could be interesting to watch it now that we're you're right. Older. We both have OCD. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fascinating. See, that Kayo. could be a good one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, Caio, are there any biopics that you can think of that you really like? Well, Stewie Griffin, The Untold Story is quite good. <laughs> um, Honestly, now that I think about it, like, not really. I mean, I liked Oppenheimer a lot. Um, if you want to be real, like flexible with the definition of biopic, I love Schindler's List. Yeah, I I saw like I was looking up for research listed of like some famous biopics, and I don't really think of Schindler's List as a biopic, even though it kind of is, as it follows follows Oscar Schindler, um, and part of his life. But they also show things that do not involve like they show what hap like things that are happening in the camps you know and people who are involved with him but um i guess it is a biopic i just don't really see it that way i definitely wouldn't like i yeah this is just me yeah schindler's list is obviously really good yeah i just googled best biopics and schindler's list was there so if you have to so so if google is recommending schindler's list as one of the best biopics and Schindler's List is hardly even considered a biopic, then that goes to show there really are not that many biopics, very good biopics, even though there are tons and tons of biopics. Yeah, I agree. And you know what I hate about biopics are the most annoying when they just have like the name of the person or like the last name where it's like, oh, I guess Oppenheimer did it too. Oppenheimer, Lincoln, 
Napoleon, Elvis. Um, there's so many like ones that get me, get me, get me going. Maestro, even though that's just like the title of his like profession. Like it feels so cringe. I don't know why. Like I would rather it be something more creative, like the Social Network. I feel Hamilton. like I'm the only person. In- Hamilton, facts. I feel That's like I'm the biopic. only person. Hamilton. Uh, so, yeah, keep going. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say the the Social Network. I I think like the title of that is at least like relatively more creative than just saying like. Zuckerberg but even so like it's more about the creation of Facebook than I don't know maybe it's not though I haven't seen it in a while but I remember not liking it very much and everyone else loves it do you like it the social network yeah I have not watched it believe it or not oh maybe we should maybe we should rewatch it because that's just everyone that's... talks about how good it is and I just didn't see it that's one of those movies whenever I say I haven't watched it everyone's like you haven't seen the social network and I'm like I don't want to watch a movie about Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, what what exactly are we missing out on? <laughs> Even though I've yeah. seen it, but I just don't remember it being anything remarkable. But you know, it was probably I probably saw it when I was sixteen. You know, so it's been a while. Look, Sophie and I owe a lot to Mark Zuckerberg and his vision. We really, so, we really do. I so, guess. We do. So, and I feel like doesn't the social network depict Mark Zuckerberg in a not very positive light? Yes. So then I refuse to watch it because <laughs> Mark, Mark Zuckerberg is the goat. I want to watch an Elon Musk <laughs> biopic called Musk. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Or Elon. Yeah. Elon would be funny too. The Musk would be really good. I think there's a book out. Th- I think there's already a book called Elon that's out. See, it's always it, like those titles are so to me just really cringe, uncreative. All right. Things. So, okay. Actually, the book is called Elon Musk. But they should do. They should okay. do. Um, Musk. <laughs> I, I like the idea of doing a critical book of Elon Musk called Musk. Because <laughs> we're on we're on his scent, but oh, mm-hmm. but I think it makes sense. Like, if you're if you want to like make as much money off of a biopic as possible, you're gonna want to go with the generic safe name than the creative name. You know, and I also feel like that's precisely what the biopic is is a cash grab, because people are like, oh. I know who that is. Oh, I like that person. I want to watch like what is essentially a memoir or a not a memoir, like a bio biography or like a, a snippet of someone's life. You know what I mean? Like there's I feel like there are very few biopics that actually like explore anything interesting or or maybe you know, maybe this is just my taste, but I I like it when movies get a little surreal, you know? And that just doesn't happen very often in, in biopics. Wait, Sophie. So I'm I'm still on the Wikipedia page for Stewie Griffin, The Untold Story. <laughs> and this is, I love that this is what you're getting hung up on. I need to I, see this. Is it good? You should watch it. I mean, I was uh, this came out in 2005. So I oh, was... Oh, okay. So you were like... 
I was like less than I was like, you know, ten years old at oldest. Yeah, <laughs> and I loved it. Uh, but so that so means it's a, good. That means it's even better than you you remember. Yeah. So there's a controversies section on the Wikipedia page. Oh. And it says when broadcast in Canada in 2011, the episode was subject to a complaint to the Canadian Broadcast Standards Council. <laughs> As this is the most like communist dystopian this is the most dystopian whatever the council ordered that global television must apologize to its viewers for not warning them about the violence in a scene where elmer fudd kills bugs bunny with a rifle (laughs) during a july 23rd 2011 airing episode oh my god boo hoo boo hoo the panel finds that the scene was Definitely somewhat gruesome and uncomfortable to watch. It recognizes, however, that the scene was intended to satirize the violence found in that type of cartoon program. The gag was somewhat ch- tongue-in-cheek since Family Guy is an animated program that sometimes contains violence. <laughs> Damn. Well, shout out to the Mo- Canadian government most, for standing- most Chad, Most Chad Canadian. That is the end of this episode's preview. If you want to hear the rest of this episode, get access to all of our Patreon content, and most importantly, support our show, head over to patreon.com slash basednewsnetwork and join us for $5 a month.